0: On this week's episode of Life and Lessons, I talk about why being selfish isn't always necessarily a bad thing. Hey, what is going on? Welcome to this episode number 95 of Life and Lessons. I'm Sean Spooner, and if you're new here, here's what you need to know. This podcast is the place where I tell the story of growing a business, of growing as a person, and of taking on some fairly unusual challenges, sometimes on my own, sometimes joined by the most interesting people I know. The only thing that's guaranteed with this podcast is that every time you press play, you're going to learn something new. Hello, it's Sunday, not Friday, this week's episode is late. Of course, I apologise, I'm sure you'll forgive me, but long story short, Thursday got very busy, just didn't have enough time. Planned my day around doing the podcast as usual, of course, but things happen and uh, clients need to take priority over the podcast, frankly, when those things happen. And so I thought, you know what, I'll bump it off and I'll do it on Friday rather than Thursday, so record it Friday evening and release it straight away. Uh, But then again, it was another very busy day on Friday. And when it got to like half past nine at night, when I had scheduled to eventually sit down and record this, I'll be honest, the last thing I wanted to do, the last thing I could be bothered to do at that time of night at the end of the week was this. So I didn't. And I decided, you know what, I'm going to have a bit of a life admin day on Sunday and record it then. And that's basically what I've done today. So I travelled home from Wales to Corby yesterday for the final time on a train and hopefully a very long time because the new car turns up this week. Um, so got home last night, chilled, went to sleep. Woke up today, um, sorted out a few bits, tidied my bedroom, unpacked my bags, did a wash, uh, walked to Weatherspoon's, had some breakfast on my own at like 3pm because why not? Uh, walked back and now here I am recording this. Um, something else I did today actually, which is kind of interesting, I think, is. Yesterday on the train, I bought a bunch of stuff from Amazon to set up into like a little automated morning routine from tomorrow morning onwards. So I've been setting that up today. Um, I know myself well enough to know that I am not a morning person, even in the summer when it's quite easy to be a morning person because it's bright at 6am and it's hot when you wake up and all of those things like that in itself is enough of a struggle for me. But in the winter, especially from like today onwards when the clocks go back and everything's just a bit dark constantly. I just always struggle and I always find it easier to stay in bed rather than getting out of it. Who doesn't, right? And so I've bought a few things that will hopefully uh, help counter that struggle that I have in the morning. So basically I will uh, set up a skill. I can't think what they call it in the Echo app like a, a sequence, I can't think of what they call it, but basically a sequence of events that happen um, in the minutes before my alarm goes off in the morning. So 10 minutes before I wake up, the Amazon Echo will turn on my bedroom heating, which means that by the time my alarm goes off, the room won't be freezing. It will be warm and quite pleasant to get out of bed from. And then five minutes before my alarm goes off, I have bought a smart light bulb that will Uh, In the same way that the wake up light was supposed to, like brighten up the room, but just do it more effectively because the wake up light, frankly, isn't that good, especially in a bedroom of this size, like unless it's right next to you, doesn't do much. So uh, the light bulb will come on to a particular color that's like very bright and you open your eyes and you're like, fuck, it's bright. So the idea is that, you know, 10 minutes before the alarm, the room starts getting hot. Five minutes before the alarm, the room starts getting light. The alarm goes off. I have to walk over to the room. Sorry, I have to walk over to the other side of the room to turn that alarm off on my phone. And then right next to the alarm, I've put a little miniature kettle and a little setup to make a coffee and have the electrolyte drink that I have in the mornings with a pint of water. So I basically bought every little component to make all of that happen so that it just makes it a little bit easier in the mornings, like I've spoken about for a few weeks recently things are incredibly busy in the business right now. I've never been a big fan of staying up late into the night to work because I think that more than anything else that just delays your problems like it's easy to stay up till 3 or 4 a.m and work late for one night but then you lose all of that time the next morning when people need you to email them and phone them and so on it just kind of bumps the problem down the road until you burn out so I've been trying to win hours in the morning to work before things get busy and um, it's going to be a struggle frankly in the dark in the cold so hopefully this little setup when it wakes me up at half seven tomorrow morning uh, will do its job and then I might move it backwards if it's successful if it works Um, I might slowly start creeping that time backwards to like seven and then maybe even half six if it actually does its job and makes it that that 10% easier to actually wake up and get up um, but if not, it will stay at half seven. But either way, that will be interesting. So I'll let you know how that goes. Um, what else I've been up to this week? Had a really interesting chat with Ollie Horton the other day. Tuesday, maybe. I forget what day it was. It's been a long week. Uh, and we recorded another podcast, which I guess we'll both release on each of our podcasts in the next few weeks. And it was a long, old conversation. It was one of those conversations that genuinely could have gone on for three or four hours if we let it. It was only that I had uh, another thing to go and do at 3pm that we had to wrap up after about an hour and a half. And we spoke about all sorts, so I won't ruin the whole conversation by trying to summarise it from memory right now, but something that really stood out to me, uh, and it's something that i thought about in the past but never, I don't think at least, spoken about publicly, is the idea of selfishness and why selfishness in certain ways, in certain arenas, in certain parts of life, can be a really useful tool for making the right decision. And that selfishness isn't inherently bad. Of course, lots of selfishness, lots of being selfish is bad and hurts people and has bad outcomes in all of these things. But I think that in a way, selfishness has a bit of a branding problem. And the second anybody suggests in this culture that you make a decision selfishly it's immediately seen as like a bad red flag that you should avoid but I don't necessarily think that it should be so like I say I'm not talking about and in the conversation we weren't talking about selfishness in the sense of uh, like close-minded actions that hurt other people but rather considering the fact that in decisions that you make in life the only person who is absolutely guaranteed to have to live with your decision for the rest of their life, is you, right? Be it your parents, or a boyfriend, or girlfriend, or a friend, or a colleague, or a boss. All of those people are, of course, affected by decisions that you make, but without something morbid, lots of those relationships are very transient, right? People come and go from our lives through, whether it's death, or they move away, or they, I don't know, break up with you. Nobody but you has to live with your decisions for the rest of your life. And decisions that you make, particularly in your 20s, right, which is the age that both Ollie and I are, we're both in our 20s. These decisions have really big long-term impacts for the direction of the rest of your life. Things like, do you go to uni? Do you take that job? Do you move away? Like, they are decisions that other people have an opinion on. But if you don't make those decisions selfishly, focusing on what will this look like for you in 20 or 30 years, I think that you lose twice, right? Because number one, and I talk about this all the time with university, you might be making a decision to appease somebody else. And so in the short term, in the immediate term, you're just going to be a bit unhappy, right? We all get meaning through doing things that we want to do and leaning into what we find interesting. And so if you happen to have gone to uni because your parents expected you to, or because your school expected you to, or because society expected you to, other than the occasional nice moment when you're just, you know, in the zone and having a good time, like as a, as a broader stroke, you're probably going to be fairly miserable for those three years. And even after that, you you might be fairly miserable in the career that you end up in, because you have a degree in something that perhaps you don't like that much, perhaps you no longer find interesting, but you didn't drop out because it would have been selfish for you to take away from your parents the idea of you having a degree, right? But then longer term, I think it can also have a negative effect because if you, and let's stick on the theme of university, right? I think this is something we spoke about in the conversation. If you go to uni because your parents expect you to and you didn't want to, And then the the long-term consequences of that is you wasted three years of your life doing something you didn't want to do. And you're now in a career and in a job for the majority of your waking hours that you don't want to be in. And you trace that back to that decision that you made for somebody else. It's probably quite likely that you're not going to fully like the people who pushed you into that decision, right? Because you acted selflessly in the moment, um, quite a lot can be taken away from you if you're not making decisions that are in your best interest and I think that's the kind of theme of what we spoke about for quite a, a long time during that conversation that yeah, I'm, I'm not saying and we were not saying go and do things that inconvenience and upset others but rather to take a step back in private before any big decision and realize that you are the one that's going to need to live with the consequences of the decision you make. And then, and it's a balancing act, it always will be, but on balance, make a decision that is most right for you in the long term. And lots of the time, that might be a decision that's also right for everybody else, right? If your parents want to see you happy, and they want to see you thrive, and you say, you know what, mum and dad, I'm not going to go to uni, they'll probably be fairly happy for you, right? If they step back a few years later and they see that you're in a job that you love, they win, but also you win, right? So I'm not saying that every selfish decision will upset or inconvenience others. I'm just saying that I think it's quite important. There's something I've learned over the last few years that when you make big decisions, you really need to be thinking not only how will other people feel about this, because we all fall into that trap of worrying about everybody before ourselves, but also... How do you feel about it? And so I guess that's a little bit of a preview into that conversation. Uh, We speak about all sorts. I can't remember all of the things we cover in that conversation, Uh, but it's a good one. So I will make sure to let you know when it's out. Um, New Ed Sheeran album came out this week. Absolute bops on there. I've only listened to it twice so far. Uh, But yeah, it's always an exciting time in life when Ed Sheeran releases a new album i uh, going to go and see him a couple of times next year. We've got tickets for Wembley and Switzerland, so that'll be good. Um, but yeah, just a, a nice little moment to have sat down in the office on Friday night. Actually, when I should have been recording this, I thought, fuck it, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to listen to Ed's album. So I sat there for an hour, did nothing, just listened to it, took in each song. And I think all but one of the songs on the album I really liked. Uh, there's one song towards the end, I think it's called Sandman. And I believe it's like a lullaby written for his one-year-old daughter. And I couldn't finish that because I just thought, you know what? Like, this is a skip. It's rare that I skip songs on albums, but I thought this is a skip. Can't listen to this. But other than that, it was good. Um, And I think that's it, to be honest. Quite a short episode. In a way, quite a rushed episode because I just want to get this out there to give you a bit of an update and then get on with planning the week ahead. Uh, Like I said, the new car should turn up on Tuesday. I say should because I've been reading the forum of the place where I've got it from and lots of customers, because of the supply chain issues happening all across the country right now with drivers, people are experiencing delays, but they haven't yet told me that I should expect a delay. So hopefully the car will turn up on Tuesday as expected. Again, uh, the Volkswagen ID3, I think I've said before, which is a electric car with a decent enough range. So it shouldn't inconvenience me too much, but I have been reading that the range of electric cars drops dramatically in the winter, especially when temperatures are below five degrees. So that'll be an interesting one in the colder months ahead, but hopefully all will be good. And either way, it'll be more pleasant than all of these trains I've had to get recently. Um, I'd, I'd much rather sit in Costa Coffee in a service station in the warm whilst my car recharges halfway on the drive back to Wales than busy trains and bags and tubes and escalators and waiting around and shit so either way bring on Tuesday Uh, and I think that's it to be honest busy week ahead lots of calls lots of meetings and then I'm probably going to drive back to Wales on Friday Uh, and also straight after this episode gets uploaded I am going to start taking action on getting more guests for this podcast so there won't be any before episode number 100 And then I'm thinking of doing the same as what I did last year when I reach 100, which is having a few weeks off to kind of reset and recalibrate and ask myself what I like about this format, what I don't, what could be better. and really double down on trying to get some guests in the 100s onwards because, yeah, it's one of those things where I know that if I systemize it, if I make it easy enough to take a few little actions each day to reply to a couple of emails, to email a couple of new guests, to maybe record one guest episode a week from maybe december onwards like it will be okay i'll find the time it's only that right now looking at it it seems like such a mammoth task because it's something that i've had to put off for so long because everything else has been so busy that i just need to start chipping away at it and so that is what i'm going to do as soon as i hit upload on this episode i'm going to start chipping away at the big hill that is trying to get more guests on for episodes 101 onwards um so i'll let you know how i'm getting on with that next week Uh, but thank you as always for listening i apologize again for this being late and also for it being a bit of a short episode but thank you as always hope you have a good week and i'll see you back here this time next week for episode number 96 of life and lessons see you then